podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Toby. The, the Toby Harris. There <laughs> the is one, no other. There is one in a million. One in a million. Oh, Toby God. Harris. <laughs> There's one in a million. <laughs> one in a trillion. Toby Harris. Uh, now, Toby. Yes. It has been, it's hotting up in the Australian Super it Rugby is. competition. It is. With the top three going through to the final series and for the Waratahs and the Rebels to be in the just the thick of it. It's looking more like the Rebels than it will be the Waratahs, but it's going to be incredibly interesting this weekend. So it's everyone must watch. If you've been not watching the Australian competi- competition, you need to start watching it because it has hotted up. That is for it sure. It has, yeah. Plug ourselves, Tobes. We must. You start. Okay, um, you can look at look for us uh, everywhere, really, uh, on the Instagram, on the Facebook. Behind the sofa. No, nah, we're not there, mate. <laughs> we're too good to be there. Uh, so um, the Super Rugby Pod uh, for Instagram, I think. I could be completely wrong now. Just read the description <laughs> below. The Super Rugby Podcast, I think. What I would really like our wonderful supporters to do is go and put a review on to Apple we iTunes say it every or whatever. Single yeah. week. Have people actually done they it? They have. Let me read one or two out. Really? To you, oh, that's quite good. Great show that does not take itself too seriously. I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. But is still passionate about talking rugby. It's like being at the bar in your old clubhouse with your mates. The beers are flowing, oh. and you're chatting away about the great game we all love. We well, we should do that one day. It's just have like beers, get real pissed, and talk about rugby. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Um, look forward to the show every week. Keep up the good work, fellas. He's got a rugby ball and a thumbs up. Oh, good from him. Can't recommend highly enough. Oh, I was going to say, can't <laughs> recommend. <laughs> great balance between solid rugby talk slash analysis and good chat. Oh, Boys really know their stuff and always a great listen. And he's given us one of these bad boys. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, thank you very much for those. We're up to, I think, 26, 27 maybe. They do take a little bit of time to come through. So if you can do those, they are massively, massively helpful to us. Awesome. Breaking news, Toby. First story up, Scotty Robinson. Yeah, what's this? He has offered his services to the British and Irish Lions. So he's tour. obviously gone to was was a Gatland. And um, after a game, after they beat the Chiefs and gone, if you need a hand, mate, let me yeah, know. He's obviously, he's won all these titles. He's been snubbed by the All Blacks. And he's like, probably being told you need to get some international coaching experience. What better international coaching experience can you get well, than, than coaching the British that's and Irish Lions? The, the pinnacle, isn't it? I think, yeah. I, I mean, would you say it's bigger than national level? I mean, like Eddie well, Jones, the British and Irish Lions. Yeah, but but for someone in, it just I mean, it's hard, isn't I it? I mean, I tell you what. On the resume, you've gone right. Yeah, loads of titles with the Crusaders. Loads of titles with Canterbury. You're looking for an international job. Yeah. You haven't really got too much. But if you put on British and Irish Lions, you're like, 
Uh, come here, mate. We'll have but you. what would you rather? Obviously, British and Irish Lions well, and again, it's coach. Just, it's like you just said, it, it is a bit of um, experience, isn't it? Yes. And, you know, he, he, he won't have the top dog, obviously, but he, he'll he be in and around it. He'll be learning. Because Warren Gatlin is really experienced. He is, yeah. Ian McGeekin, though, has come out and said, no, he should not be allowed to go on the British and Irish lines. And I kind of... I mean, I get it. I kind of get it because... The benef- sir, Ian McGeekin. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, another <laughs> sorry, sir. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I kind of get it because it, it should be, you know, if you're a player, you need to be playing in the teams that can yeah, be selected. Agreed. agreed. And I kind of feel that if you're coaching, you should also be in and around that environment. Well, that's now, why I found it interesting that Warren Gatlin has got the job again. Absolutely. But I think that must have been signed, sealed and delivered before oh, yeah. he went to the Chiefs. Yeah, it was. But you but you are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It was a little bit odd and they could have probably changed that. Um, but he is, from all accounts, he's just scratching around for coaches because... A do, lot pe- of, do people not want to coach with him? It's not that people don't want to coach with him. It's just that a lot of the people that he had on previous tours have kind of moved on Fallen away to and club gone, jobs or... Gone elsewhere. Gone elsewhere. And that means that the clubs are going to want them while the British and Irish Lions are playing because of coronavirus. All the schedules are being changed yeah. around. So it'd be very interesting. He would be a massive asset to that British and Irish, Irish Lions coaching team yeah. But should he go or should he not go? I think, unfortunately, although I'm not a big fan of Sir Ian McGeekin. He's right, though. He probably is right. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you say, maybe Warren Gatlin shouldn't have gone in the first place as well. Because that has set the president, hasn't it? Yeah. But, he, you know, Warren Gatlin has apparently gone back and he has asked, you know, I think Warren Gatlin's quite keen for him right. to do it. Yeah. But obviously, will it get approval? We do not know. Next story, Tobes. South African winger on the cusp of call-up for the the Scotland squad. Yeah, good, eh? Do you know what I... Do you I, not think it's good? No. Why not? Because he's blatantly, blatantly being chosen because he's 105 kgs is and a big a, unit. Is he? But if you look at um, Sean Maitland, he was on the cusp of the All Blacks. Yes. He was playing for the Crusaders. Yes. He was playing for Canterbury. Yep. Came over. Yep. Oh, yeah, come over to Scotland, eh? We'll give you a job here. <laughs> oh, the, the, come the, on. The difference he there is... rapid, was he? The difference, the difference there is, is that Maitland was a good winger, right? I'm not saying this guy isn't a good winger, but he's blatantly... Oh, you know, everyone's getting excited because he's 105 kgs and six foot four. You know, it's like... I think, not excited. Yeah, people will be saying he's the next John Alomu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the There point. is no other John Alomu. <laughs> that is my point. My point is, no. it's just because he's big and, and, and tall, you know? And they're like, oh, it's like being... You know when you were playing, when you were under 13s? Yeah. And the first guy you always chose was the big fella. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plum pudding or uh, paper, scissors, rock. Yes, I won. You're my dude. He wasn't even that good. <laughs> but he won't hurt me. It's a bit like I was I don't have to tackle him. <laughs> I look forward. Please let us know if this guy, it's a Vander... Uh, Vander... Vander Merva? No. Yeah, oh, something maybe. like that. Anyway, tell us if he's really that good. But let's just wait and see. Yeah. I haven't, no one's spoken about him before. I've never heard of him. 
Never so, seen him. <laughs> so you know, is he is he that good? Well, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to take the Probably. next one away? No. I haven't even looked at these mates. <laughs> this is the Sansars. The Sansar. I can't move. Oh, there you go. Uh, Sansar Chief Executive Andy. We'll stick with Andy. Admits Monday that Super Rugby. Oh yeah, sowed the seeds of its own demise. You've even you've picked the wrong story, mate. But we'll go for that one. Have I already? Yeah, yeah. They're both Sansar, man. They're yes, both yes. Sansar. So Sansar <laughs> boss has yeah. said that, yes, they got it wrong. You know what? Too late, big fella. It is far too late. <laughs> they took Super Rugby from the heyday of probably Super 12 yeah. all the way up to Super 18. I know. All the way to conference systems where no one knew how it all worked. I mean, no. we knew how it worked, but we had to educate ourselves on how it worked. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. It wasn't obvious. No. And now they're in a situation with coronavirus. The crazy thing is, the crazy thing is why can't anyone else see what we're seeing, which is just play Super Rugby Aotearoa, just play Super Rugby Australia, just play Super Rugby South Africa, bring them all together for yeah. a finals it would be immense. It would be good, wouldn't it? It would make it so exciting. Yeah. It would be the best competition in the world again. Because like we've seen with Super Rugby Aotearoa, every and single... Su- ge- and Super Rugby Australia. And Super Rugby AU. This, honestly, Super Rugby AU, the crowds, I know it's coronavirus, but the crowds are bigger than they have been in the past. Yeah. People are excited. But all, what I was going to say before you rudely interrupt me <laughs> was every game... We've seen every game has been a local derby. Yes. So there's been loads of interest. You know, us two have been looking forward to every single game. You know, yes. with the old Super Rugby, it was like, oh, yeah, the Crusaders are playing the Sharks. Nice. Like, oh, it's a big game, yeah, but Crusaders playing the Blues. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to get up and watch it. <laughs> I mean, sort of thing, you know, and I bet you in South Africa, they'll be going, oh, the Bulls are playing the Sharks. Come on, let's watch it. Again, same in um, um, Australia, brain fart. Yeah. Australia, it's Are a local you? derby. Yes. You, 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 and then, but then at the top of the, at the end of the competition, you're like, Oh, the best of um, the South best Africa of are going to play the best the of best AU. Of the, best. the best of the best are playing New Zealand kind of thing. And you're like, it's a big deal. It would be a huge deal. So you're going deal. from like massive local derbies to the massive international um club teams playing yeah. each other. And the other thing that would be, make it really, really interesting is the fact that you'd be thinking the whole time, are we as good as the South Africans? Correct. Are we as good as the Aussies? But you don't know until the But we the don't final know until the finals. Yeah. And they, they would be thinking, wow, you know, how are we going to beat... It would be just so exciting. Yeah. Why can't anyone else see this? This is just the common sense approach. Play Super Rugby South Africa. Play Super Rugby Australia. Play Super Rugby New Zealand. Top two go through. Let's change the world. Let's change the rugby world. Tone. Do you think? Let's get people listening to us. Do you think if we were working for Sansa, we'd get shunned? Everyone would be like, "You're yeah, an idiot." So no, you, you're the same. You're idiots. The problem. The problem. Get out of here. You're idiots. <laughs> you guys talk too much sense. <laughs> yeah, but like here, mate. We, but like we, here, we common are, sense is shunned. <laughs> We are a corporation that talks no common sense. I know. You know? Yeah. So, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And then, you know, arguably, 
And if you wanted to start a new Super Rugby franchise where Japan are involved, Argentina yeah. are involved, then that can be grouped together as well. And they can play in their own little conference and come together for the finals as well. So it allows you to fu- in the future to expand if that's what you so choose. Mate, again, we, we're just talking too much sense. Too much sense. Like, this is not a show for this kind of stuff. We need to start dimming it down. <laughs> Yeah, we don't take it to ourselves too seriously. We've got to remember that. We've got to remember that. Uh, so Sands are deny reports. Springboks are in advanced discussions to play in European tournament. What a load of rubbish. Of course they are. Well, of course they are. Why have wouldn't you, they? Have you heard, though, also, a breaking news again. <clears throat> it's not on here. I've come up with it. Um, <laughs> this isn't like is, your um, curry boy story. <laughs> curry boys is excellent. <laughs> curry boys. No, um, that South Africa... They're going to play England in an international match. Now, my thoughts is they're just going to use all the South Africans who are playing in the Premiership in England as the South Africans. And then South Africa are going to get beaten by England. And England, like Englishmen and women, are going to go, oh, yeah, you know, we beat the, the World Cup winners, blah, 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 blah. No, you didn't. You beat a selection of South Africans who are playing in who England. Who are playing in England? Yeah, I mean, it won't. Ha- I mean, that won't happen for, for a start. This European tournament—they're apparently going to replace Japan, who have said that they won't be playing in that eight-team competition with Fiji, the Six Nations boys. They're not going to do it because no, of COVID. J- Japan said they weren't going to turn up anyway. Yeah. So now they're looking for a replacement, and apparently South Africa have said. We could do it, yeah. and we won't do the rugby championship, right? But I can tell you now, they will. They they won't. They probably won't play in anything because it'll they'll both fall flat on their face. Oh, do you think so? Because of COVID, yeah, right, yeah. You know, getting players from one from all around the world, as you say, the one way that they could do it is by heavily stacking their team with players who are playing in Europe already. Yeah. But even travelling within Europe with the quarantines and things like that is difficult that is going to it's only going to go up yeah. you know it, it, the the numbers are only going to go up in the next few weeks and months when schools and universities come Correct, back yeah. so that'll fall flat on its face their best bet would be to stick with the rugby championship but again we talk too much sense mate so therefore what do we know well we may as well just delete this whole podcast because we're talking <laughs> far too much sense then aren't we well, well we <laughs> we like to think so match reviews yes First match up on the weekend was the Brumbies versus the Western Force. 31-14 to the side that I didn't pick. Oh, yeah, we, I did. No, we, we kind of did pick. We did say by 20, didn't we? I you think. said. But we did, can I just say, yeah, you but said, I, I said by the Force by one, one. Last minute. And I said yeah. Brumbies by 15. But I, Ooh, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> but I did kind of say, nah, I did, you know. I knew you went with the, your heart yeah. and your head. <laughs> well, but I tell you what, mate, this was a great game of rugby. Guess what happened? The Western Force got off to a great start. Again, flyer, but... Yeah, and then, at like, very late on, John O'Lance at the 58th minute goes over, and guess what I'm thinking? The comeback is on. <laughs> I'm going, come on, lads. Mm. And then guess what happened? They scored. Boom, boom. Two yeah. tries later, it was 31-14. And Again. it's just a little bit of t- traditional Western Force rugby yeah. this year, which is they play with a lot of heart. They, they play do. with a lot of intensity. They've got some good players. But when they run out, their legs run out, 
the bench comes on and yeah. the opposition, opposition team goes up a level. Well, I just think with the with the Western Force at the moment, their bench isn't strong. No, you know, and this and is my that's worry. The, and that, that's the problem with a good team. You, your bench has to be as good as you're playing 15. Or even better. Correct, yeah. You know, you look at South Africa in the final, their bench, they were bringing on players who yeah. on most other days would have started. Have, have starters. Yeah. So yeah. I think that the, their finishes are just their finishes. So they need to, um, they need to have it so that they have those people that come off the bench yeah. and add value Correct. rather than the quality goes down a little bit. So yeah, so that's their that's their issue. But I thought from the Brumbies, Tom Banks looks really sharp again. He looks really at sharp. Looks back, yeah, really good, good for for the Aussie team. Andy, what do you think of Andy Muirhead? He played well last week. He's played well all season. He's a little bit Colby esque. Yes, but you know maybe a poor man's Colby type thing. <laughs> you can't know what say I mean? that. But he's still very very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you know what? I'd rather be a poor man's Colby than uh, no Colby at all. Than no Colby at all. Pete Samu had a good game. Yeah, I mean, running hard off the back of the scrum. I, I don't know whether or not they've got a bit of a rocket, and they've decided that they are going to chuck the ball around. And they, I tell you what, they've actually started playing the way that the Brumbies or Brumbies normally play. The first few games, it was sort of like they rolling weren't mole, to, rolling they almost didn't know how to play rugby. Which, again, is probably fair enough because they haven't played for a while because of COVID. But now they're starting to look like the Brumbies of old. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know about the Brumbies of old. I think they've actually improved this year. Like, oh. they were really good before the lockdown, but that was more because they were so formula maic. Yeah. If that's a word of I just created that. But everything they did looked so planned to an inch of its life. Yes. Whereas actually... In the last three weeks, I've seen things from them that excite me. Yeah, you know, Whoa. out wide in the backs, people <laughs> and scoring. That doesn't happen very often. No, and, and it hasn't excited. for the, like the first seven rounds. Maybe not seven. So maybe first five rounds, they were very boring. Yeah, rolling mall, kick to the corner. You know, well, win were, the game. But they were winning games, weren't they? They were, but they really started to excite. Tom Wright. You know, great fin- one of the one of the great finishers of Australian rugby potentially. If he played for Australia and you had a decent <coughs> midfield, he'd score you a truckload of tries. Yeah, truckload of tries. So things are looking very good for the yeah, Brumbies. I agree. It will be interesting though. They're obviously going to host the final. Yeah, and it's going to be out of uh, what I would say it's going to be out of the Reds and the Rebels to fight out to play them. Yeah, well, the the Rebels have a game in hand, and the Reds do, don't they, over the Waratahs? Yes, yeah, so the Waratahs are finished. Right. The Waratahs are finished. So basically, it goes down to the last game. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it, but uh, you'd imagine, you never know, but you'd imagine the Rebels beating the Western Force. No, you said Waratahs by yeah. five. <laughs> Did I? Yes, and they won by six, so you were off. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, that was, um, the, I, thought they, I, thought that they, I thought the Western Force were excellent. And I thought that the the Brumbies were excellent, and the better team won on the game. day. Yeah, better yeah, team won on the yeah. day. Next game up, mate, was a thirty-two thirty-eight win to the Waratahs yes. over the Rebels. This was a really exciting game. It was, it was like blow for blow. Yeah, and, and what the Waratahs needed was they needed a bonus point win, 
and to stop the rebels from getting a bonus from getting point. A bonus point. Yeah, they didn't do that. So, <laughs> so, so how good was the game in yeah. reality? Even even though the Waratahs, you know, won. Yeah, it was a it was a real tight win for a start. Yes. And then the Rebels still managed to get that losing bonus point, which means that going into this final round, you know, they, they are in pole position, you'd yeah. say. Curran Betty, he slid, mate, for about 25 metres. <laughs> it was a good try, to be fair. <laughs> to score. <laughs> was it double movement, do you think? No, no, no chance. It was, it, was, it was a fair try. Yeah. Matt Timur's past him was a shocker as well. D- down his down. feet, so, <laughs> yeah. Curran Betty did really, really well. Yeah. But I just think Matt Samua has shown his real class in this tournament. And at 12. And at 12. And I thought he's going to play at 10, but he won't. He'll play at 12 for the for the Aussies. Yes. And he was, I'm, mm, who's a better 12 in the world right now? I can't think of one. I mean, you've got Tuolangi, who's a different 12 to him. Yes. But if you're looking for that ball distributing 12. With Tuolangi, it almost gets stuck at Tuolangi at the yeah. moment. But, I mean, yeah. Matt Samua, he, he's, he's a, he's a, Amazing player, I, I've grown to um, really, really massively respect him. That is for sure. Thought the yeah, thought the Rebels have been up and down all season, and I hope the Reds make it through to the final. Do you? Yeah, I think the Reds v the Brumbies would be a really class game because the Reds play such expansive rugby. Yeah, and I think if the um, the Rebels made it, arguably they'd look back on a season and say, "How did we make it?" You know, we were so inconsistent with yes. our performances. Yeah, it was really funny because the scoreline, um, you know, thirty-two, thirty-eight, might might make you feel like this game was, you know, helter skelter, but actually, it was a really, really four-dominated first half. Yeah, it was, and only sort of really got out uh, into the back lines in the second half. But what was really my my favourite moment of the of the match was when Harrison scored his first try for Super Rugby. It was a good try. When <laughs> Hooper charged it down in the yeah, that was a great charge down, yeah, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah. And his little dodgy um, bromo came up. Oh hey, you know, hey. nothing wrong with a bromo. Uh, but he's been great this this year, Will Harrison. Yeah, he's coming to his own actually, hasn't so, he? Just looks like he's a lot more comfortable in that position now. You know, I, when he first came in, he looked like a sort of a deer in headlights. But yeah, before lo- before lockdown, before lockdown, even after lockdown, think? I think. Yeah, when he got back after lockdown, when he started playing, it was like ooh. But then it looks like he's been more and more comfortable into that role. The people around him trust him a lot more, and it was surprising that that's his first try because he, I know, yeah. he actually runs quite nicely with the ball yeah. at times as well. So I was surprised to hear that that was his first first try. But um, it'll be very interesting this week because I do see the Western Force having the ability. To, to upset. Yeah. So it's the not like a, it's on. not a dead rubber. No, it's not. You're right. You know, this is a bit like the Highlanders playing the Hurricanes. And, you know, they've got better and better and better as the season yeah. goes on. I think the Force have got better and better. Maybe. They've, well, they've actually played really well throughout. They have, yeah, I kind of thought a few weeks ago that they might have just blown, burst their bubble, and they yeah. were going to get absolutely thrashed. But um, no, that hasn't happened, so that's fantastic. Um, and I just thought Michael Hooper really stood up again in this he's game, a, especially, he's a brilliant after, player. especially after the, the news that he's, he's off, which we're going to cover in their listeners' questions. Right. He's off to um, Japan Japan next year. So, um, yeah, I, I, we go back again to 
to the Aussie team, and I'm just seeing more and more quality coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. And I'm thinking they're going to be good. Yeah. Don't discount the Aussies. No, that's Dangerous right. thing to do. Yes. That's for sure. Mate, uh, we are now on to the listeners' questions. The first one, I love this question. Okay. The question is, hi guys, I live in the US and I'm new to rugby, but loved watching Super Rugby New Zealand. He didn't try and pronounce no, fair that enough. or write it. <laughs> <laughs> My rugby hero after watching this year's competition is Richie Mawanga. Not a bad hero. Yeah, not a bad hero, is it? Uh, my question to you both is, who are your rugby heroes, both from New Zealand and overseas? Thanks for all the good work. All the best, Zach. My, when I was growing up, Tobes, my rugby hero was John Kerwin. Was it really? Yeah. Absolutely love John Kerwin. He scored that try in the World Cup final. Oh, yeah. Against, oh, in the World Cup final. I like his yeah. try against Italy. Oh, yes. But it was, it was Italy back in the days I where know. Italy basically had, you know, no a one. couple of mates. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was fantastic. And I was a winger at the time. Yeah. He was a winger. He was quite a big, big, big unit was for a tall, wing. tall, wasn't he, for a winger? Yeah. And I was kind of tall for a winger, so it all worked really well. And and he was just exceptional. And he was yeah. he was quite good on TV as well. So we always gave quite you know good interviews yeah. and things like that. But he was exceptional. What about you when you were growing so up? So for me, it was um, John Alomu. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's on my list so as well. So when mate. I when I was younger, playing rugby in the backyard with my brother, so we had quite a decent like section. And what what we used to play was so the half so the pitch. I was going one way. Yeah. Let's say I was going to the left. Let's say I was going to the left. Does he go in the other direction? Listen, listen, no. <laughs> so let's say I was going to the left. He would kick off to the left. So I was trying to score to the left. He kicked off that way. Yeah. So I had like a 15 meter head start and then he, and then would play like that. So he'd kick off to me in his half oh, really? <laughs> towards my try line. So he's quite, quite a bit older than you. Yeah, he's he? six years older than me. Oh. And then there was a tree in the corner. Yeah. And I used to have to run through the tree to score tries. And I'd dummy and say, John Alomu. So I'd pass it, I'd pass it to Jonah, but then I'd run straight because obviously he wasn't the same. <laughs> Love it, eh? Hey? Uh, Go grow. So, when you're a kid and you've got these rugby heroes and they're yeah. playing well, we were so lucky in New Zealand oh, at how many we've got. And I, yeah. I wanted to mention a few more that as I grew up, I became, you know, more and more like heroes to me, which was Sean Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's just a good guy, though, isn't he? Great guy. Jonah Lomu as well. Yeah. If you didn't like Jonah Lomu, then you weren't watching rugby no. when we were growing up. No, that's right. Maha Nonu. Maha Nonu was good. Think you got other guys like Christian Cullen as well. I mean, I'm missing yeah. out loads here. Zinni Brook. Oh. You know? Buck Shelf. We're oh, going back, you know what I mean? going back, though, Ooh, aren't you? Yeah. Dan Carter, you know? Yeah. Carlos Spencer, all yeah. these guys yeah. were my heroes. But the, my biggest hero when I first started really supporting rugby was John Kerr. Yeah. Good. That's a great question, Zach. Yeah. I absolutely like brilliant. But overseas. Now, this is, when I think of heroes, I'm not really thinking of heroes overseas. What I'm thinking of when I'm watching the games of rugby, I'm going, this is not fair. If they just didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't have him, we would smash We would smash Yeah. And these are my players. Victor Matfield. Yeah. 
when he was in the lineup, you're like, yeah, we're not winning nothing no. today. And he, oh, he was so good. He was so even good. when he came back after retirement, he was good. I know, and he had such a good beard. Yeah. Oh. Headgear. Uh, he was a hard hair bucket, coming out. Yeah. I don't like long hair. You know this, but he 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 could wear it. He could wear it. Shane Williams for Wales. Yeah, a little whippersnapper, eh? Oh, great player. Few times he's he's made the, the All Blacks look very 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 silly. It's like Shane. Oh, Williams. Oh, that yeah. is Williams. No, who was the um the guy for who played for England? Watson. Anthony no. Watson. No, no, no. Oh, Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, he's yeah. in my list as oh, well. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah whenever he got it, you've ruined my list now. Yeah, but, Jason Robinson. Oh, that's whenever right. he got it, I was like, no. Tackle him, tackle him quickly. Next on my yeah. list is Stephen Larkham. Yeah, he's a good player. He glided through teams without any trouble. Made it look so easy. Used Van der Vestazen, who unfortunately has passed away. Um, was a heck of a scrum half. He's probably yeah. out of all the scrum halves that I've ever watched growing up. He was the one who just had the whole game. Yeah, had the whole game. And then you got George Gregan. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, from anywhere. I mean, Will Guinea, George Gregan, but George yeah. Gregan was amazing. Jason Robinson. We've already spoken yeah. about him. But David Campisi. David Campisi used to be up against John Kerwin, and it was just like the. Battle. I didn't know who to, I didn't know who to love yeah. more. David Kempis had all the flair. John Kerwin had all the guile and kind of the working he hard was more skill. Fluid. Yeah, they they was an awesome yeah. thing. Campisi couldn't tackle. <laughs> you, know, you know, he kind of went. But Campisi did some really cool things, like he'd wear eleven but play on or play on the other wing. Oh and, yeah, you know, like not face the hockey, go get kicking at the, the post. And yeah, he was a bit <laughs> of a loose cannon. You got to love David Campisi. And then the last two, uh, these are just my hard men, kind of heroes, which is. Ruben Kruger from South Africa. What about Bucky Sporter? Oh, yes, Bucky Sporter as <laughs> he well. He was a thug. But he was a thug. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben Kruger, mate, had all the power and uh, the just the just unbelievable toughness. Yeah. But without any of the horribleness. Do you know what I mean? He was just was a, a man mountain that melted people in his tackling and when he ran. Um, but it wasn't actually it wasn't actually that big. So he was, he hit well above his weight, Punch and um, punched well above his weight. Yeah, and Martin Johnson. Yeah, he's a good player, great leader, probably yeah. the best. I mean, you could say Richie McCaw, but I think Martin Johnson was just as good a leader as Richie McCaw. Just didn't didn't play as long. No, didn't play as long. Did it, <clears> anyone out <throat> there, mate, for you that you would have thrown in there? Well, I, I mentioned a couple as we talked through it, but. Um, no, not really. You could you could think about um, Sterling Mortlock. Oh, Sterling. Yeah, not a, for yeah. Australia. Good yeah. player though. Yeah, he just played. And he wore the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he broke New Zealand's hearts in the two thousand three. Oh, John Eels as well was in there, isn't John he? Eels, Nick Far yeah. Jones, uh, Michael Liner. All these guys were yeah. just awesome. Um, little and Johnny and, Wilkinson's a good one as well. Johnny Wilson, Frank Bunce was yeah. one from New Zealand that I used to love, but I think Ma Nonu took him over. So, yeah, some great people, mate. I, I would highly recommend you going out there and just watching highlights yeah. of all of these these people when they're playing. Josh Cronfeld as well. Yeah, he was he was yeah. half man, half machine. Yeah, absolutely. I used to have a T-shirt with him. I didn't think anyone could be as good as Josh Cronfeld at seven 
and then Richie McCourt turned up. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, we never. This is a once in a generation. Oh, no, there's two of them. <laughs> yeah. well, there's too many generations. Yeah. Right. Next question. Do Next you want to read question. it? Yeah, of course. Over the past week, we have seen that Michael Hooper has announced that he will be playing overseas <clears throat> at the start of next year. The big question is, should the captain of Oz be leaving Australia to play rugby overseas? And that is from a Twitter conversation. So I put out a tweet saying there could be the death of Australian rugby where all big players go overseas because if your captain's going, then everyone thinks, well, geez, if the captain's going, then really... Everyone else can go. Everyone else can go. That's my point of view. Now, I would say some people then pointed out a number of points. Okay. You know, to say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Happens in New Zealand all the time. Happens overseas all the time. It does. Now, I can't remember a captain playing overseas, though. Okay, yeah, you make a good point there. Now, maybe South Africa. You're talking about South Africa, how they've played players in Europe. Yeah. But... I'm I'm not even sure, really. I just wasn't sure. No, I don't think there's been a captain, has there? So, you know, the All Blacks haven't ever had their captain go overseas. No, but they've had a lot of players. Back. But this is the interesting thing, Tobes, is Dave Rennie has not announced his captain. And that was ah. brought to my attention by the Brumbies boy on Twitter. He said he hasn't, he hasn't announced his, his uh, selection for captain. And he's even gone one further to say... I am not going to say it's going to be Michael Hooper. I'm not going to say it's going to be Michael Hooper. Well, good on Dave. So he said, my options are open, but yeah. he hasn't sort of come out and said, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter whether he goes overseas. So is maybe... That, is that one of his ploys, though, as well? You know, he doesn't even say captain until the night before kind of thing. Keep them on their toes. But also, that's what they did at school. Winery <laughs> Beach School. Cheers, boys. Winery Beach School in Gizzy. Do they, do they, <clears> do they uh, change uh, it every have weekend? You, yeah. Have you been captain? <laughs> no. You're captain? Okay, thank you. <laughs> what do I need to do? Just play normal. I'll go do the toss. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what do I need to do? Oh, it's just for show, mate, because Dave <laughs> will do it anyway. Because he... <laughs> He's you the, can do the three cheers at the end of the game. <laughs> He's the real captain, mate. All the parents get hacked off of us if it doesn't cheer around. So, yeah, I'll get abuse from the uh, from the parents. Saying. So, my take on it is he shouldn't go. He gets paid enough. He shouldn't need to go. And already they're saying, okay, well, Michael Hooper's going. Well, what about some of the others? Like, um, what is it? Matt Tamua and Dane Hylopedi are yeah. also lining up and saying, well. I'd quite like a sabbatical too. Yeah, well, you know, you can't just say, you know, one rule for one and another rule for the others, as yeah. we've seen today, haven't we? Yeah. But if you let one go, especially former captain, you've got to let the rest go. Yeah, and I think this is going to come down to the fact that they're changing their selection policy so that you can pick, you know, five or six right. from overseas. Yeah. Plus this, the two combining aren't great. No. Now, what I would say is New Zealand have been giving out sabbaticals for quite a long time, yeah. so it has worked for them. But the big difference being that they haven't changed their selection policy. No. You have to play in New Zealand to get picked for New Zealand, yeah. whereas Australia, now, if it goes the way that we think it might go, that won't actually be the case. No. And, and you'll be able to play your, your, your rugby overseas and still get picked for Australia. Yeah. We'll so, see. 
But, you know, cra- craziness, people are talking about the fact that, oh, don't worry about Michael Hooper. We can live without him. He's not even that good. Uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of those nutters that are going out there and saying, you don't need Michael Hooper. He's one of those players that you just mentioned that if he wasn't playing, we would win the game by a lot more. He's yeah. one of those players. He generally plays well, doesn't he? Yeah. He generally has that. Very reliable man. Yeah, very reliable performances. That is for sure. May that is the end of our wonderful listeners' questions. They were really good ones today. They were really I good ones. I like the first one. Yeah. Zach, you've done Rugby well, mate. heroes. If you'd like to get your uh, questions in, then please just get in contact with us. Put yeah. those in either by Twitter or one of the social media platforms or via email, which you'll find in the description below. One mes- uh, one story, mate, that I forgot to mention at the start of it oh God, is go. the after many years of female touch judges being floating around, we, she actually did she, the... She got the game, yeah. yeah. So Amy, I can't remember her last name, she did pretty damn well yeah. as well. It just proved a point, didn't it, that what were we all waiting for? Fa- it, it was, was nothing fantastic. to worry about. It was great. She's up to the job. Yeah. She's good enough. She deserves a shot. And she, exactly. did, she did a good job. That is... And I said that the other day <clears throat> to someone. I was like, if they are good enough to be refereeing, more the merrier. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Female or male. If he's not good enough, nah, he can't do it. Correct. It's all about being good enough. Yeah. It's, it's not about, about gender. It's not about, you know, this or that. It's if they're good enough, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it was great to see. And we did exactly. pick it, didn't we? She we did a said, fantastic job. We said that this year may be the year. And it was. And then obviously- High five. Crew, oh, no, not high five. Oh, no. Uh, oh, yes, no. <laughs> COVID, yeah. <laughs> um, and we said this year would be the year, and it has been. We we thought with Corona, it might not happen. So, absolutely fantastic that it has. Well done, well done, Australia for biting the bullet as well. Yeah, well done, Australia yeah. for being the first ones, yes. being the trendsetters. Fantastic. Good. They say it was Sanzar that did it, but it's in Australia. Yes, they can do their own thing. Exactly, and they have. Well done, uh, mate. Previewing this yes. weekend's matches, we've got Rebels v the Force first up, and obviously, if the Rebels win with a bonus point then they will go through to the final series. If the Force win, then they will just go home happy people. Who's going to win it? Who's going to win it overall? No, no, who's going to win this game, mate? I hope the Force win it, and we say it every day or every week, but I I think the Rebels are going to win. Okay, here's the reason why I think the Force are going to win. Okay, so you're going Force yes. or are you going Rebels? I'm going I'm about force, to put pen on paper here. I'm going to go Force by 25 points. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going really, <laughs> to go Force by 10. By 10? God, yeah. that's still quite and a lot. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I'm listening. Because every single time over the last... Ever since I've been watching Super Rugby... Every single time that the Rebels get themselves into a situation where they can win the competition or the conference, of whatever you want to call it, they poo the bed, mate. They poo the bed. They poo the bed. So they are going to go out there. All they need to do is win against a team that has lost every game in the competition. (laughs) (laughs) They've got two bonus points. And get a bonus point. Losing bonus points, yeah. So all they need, but they will poo the bed. Okay. Okay. And I've gone uh, Rebels by seven. <laughs> yeah, you're probably more right than I'll be. What's going on with your microphone today? I just ate the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Reds versus the Brumbies. 
Well, these are both on Saturday, back-to-back games. Yeah. Reds v Brumbies. This could be the, the final, you know, the, the preview to the final. Yes, correct. This is a tough one, eh? I kind of hope that, I mean, I'd like the Reds to win the whole thing. So that's what, that's what I want. Do I think they'll beat the Brumbies on Saturday? I'm not sure they will. Okay. But I arguably think if they win on Saturday, they won't win in the final. So do you know what I mean? I think it's they'd, they'd be better to go under the radar on Saturday. Yeah. And then, you know, really... And then come out And then really come out. Because they're young. Yes. They, they, you know, they don't need a confidence win on Saturday. No, but will they feel the pressure... Yeah, they've got no real baggage, so it'll be just like they, the the unexpected. That that's kind of what you need. The Brumbies are so for me, for me, mate. I can't even say it. <laughs> They're so pre-planned that yes. it's your team, like the Reds, is there is there could be their Achilles heel. Yeah, you know, flinging it, yinging it from all sorts of the yeah, play, true. Yeah, you know, could be fantastic. So, so who are you picking to win, mate? There's I'm going to say Brum, Brumbies to win by five. Oh, well, that's what I put. There you go. And if we look at the conferences, Brumbies obviously are on 28 <coughs> points and can't yeah. be overtaken. No. Reds, 21 points. Uh, and really, it's between the Rebels and the, and the Waratahs. So the Waratahs are currently on 19 and the Rebels are on 15. So they can go up and obviously they will overtake um, the Waratahs. If, if they have that bonus point. Yeah. So Rebels, oh, sorry, Reds are definitely second as it stands. So it's going to be it's going to go right down to the wire because even that first sort of knockout game to see who plays the Brumbies in the final is going to be a humdinger because yeah. either the Rebels or the Waratahs versus the Reds will be a great game. Be I agree. a great game. So just so much to look forward I know, to. I know, I know, I know. That is for sure. That <laughs> is for sure. And um not just it's not just, you know, Super Rugby that's going on. There's also the premiership that's going on. I know. There have been some really exciting games. Over the weekend, there were some high-scoring games. Which is unusual at times, high isn't it? High-scoring games. Sale 40, Bristol, shock. I know. Uh, seven. Yeah. Now, the, the hard thing here, mate, is because they're playing three games a week, they've it's got difficult. random teams out. And yeah. I looked at the Bristol team. It's not their top team. Is it not? So it's very hard to get a gauge on any of these games like... Northampton beating Harlequins by 30 points to 17. Exeter, you know, losing to Worcester, yeah. 59-7. Yeah. You know, I mean, Exeter put out a second-rate team and bet Bristol. Are you sure that's right, though? No, I'm not sure that's right. No. It must be the other way around. Yeah, I think it is the other way it around. It must be the other way around. Yes, it must be the other way around. That's just... That's just wrong, isn't it? It is wrong. Yeah. I'm just going to double check, but I think it is wrong. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read <coughs> that the Exeter smashed them. Um, but, you know, Exeter the other day, I, I watched the game, put out a second-rate team against Bristol Bears, who put out their better team. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. It's 59-7 to Exeter. But then you're looking at London Irish. You haven't got it down here, but I've got them here. You know, Saracens thrashed them 40-12. to 12. Yeah. But then the... Probably the game of the weekend was Bath Wasps, 27-23 to Wasps. Yeah, and, and, so it's and, close. and, and Bath are a good side. They now. are, yeah. So they've got all their internationals playing for they them. They do, yeah. It is, it is interesting. I wouldn't say the quality of the rugby on the Premiership has been 
anywhere near the quality of Super Rugby. No, I agree. It might get there. I mean, don't get me wrong. Exeter, Bristol, um, Wasps, Sale (coughs) and Bath are good sides. But they haven't always played well because they've having to put out second string or even third but string that's, sides. That's why at it's times. so hard at the moment. You can't really gauge between the two competitions because <clears throat> they're having to play two or three games a week. Yes. So it'll be really interesting when it goes down to the final series. And you know, that, as that, a that, rugby that will, player, that will be, that will be interesting because they'll <clears> be putting out their best teams at that yes. point. Yeah. Yeah. So all to look forward to, mate. All to look forward to. But we are going to go yes, across I like this. and play another round of Guess Who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So now I actually went back and listened to last week's podcast. Okay, yeah. You and I hope just I hope everyone would agree that when I said about the Carlos Spencer yeah. incident and you said, Oh, I picked him at the same time as you Yeah. No, yeah. you didn't. Oh, did I not? <laughs> no. Okay. My memory's not very good. <laughs> so, Plus, to, I hate losing. To, <laughs> to clarify, <clears throat> uh, we're going to change it a little bit this, this week. Okay. We're going to read it out, Yeah. and we're going to have to say whether we, we, we want to... Lock it in. Lock it in. Okay, so but the you word is locked. You I'll, have to I've say locked in, in, but wait for this. Okay, I'm listening. Don't announce who you're going to lock in. Because we'll go three, two, one. We'll yell the name out oh. of people that we think it is. If we both think we've got the answer. Okay. 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 Oh, <laughs> this is so, pressure. first line up. Okay. There's only there's only, <laughs> <laughs> there's only five lines here. Okay. okay. Auckland, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Seven appearances and ten points. No idea. No, not a clue. <laughs> So 2015, okay, obviously. So he only played in 2015. I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, I might have an idea. Oh, you want to lock in? No. <laughs> okay. So next line up, New Zealand under 20s. Oh, I think yeah, I know. This I think is, I know. As well. I think I don't know his name. You've got to keep. Ah, uh, so reading. so New Zealand 20s, 2015, eight appearances and 60 points. I know this. I know who this is. But I can't. I don't. I can't remember his name. Really? Yes. I'm going to lock it in, but you've got to keep reading it. No, you no. You got to. You got to mention it because oh. you could change your name. I could change. Okay, you can lock it in. I, I can't lock it in because I can't announce it. I can't. Pr- uh, no, remember I'm not going to lock it in. I'm not, not going to no because I was just thinking about the the year. I know. I know what's going to come up here next. Okay. I think if it says anything about the Highlanders, yeah. We'll see. It'll be the Blues, and then it'll be the Highlanders. God. Crusaders. Oh, Ooh, no. That's <laughs> a twist. <laughs> Crusaders. Jeebus. 2016 to 2019, 45 appearances and 149 points. I'm glad I didn't lock them. No. Who I is that? I don't know. Could it be Richie Mwanga? Or is he a... He didn't oh, well, play for hey, the Blues, do you, though, did he? Do you want to lock that in? No. Because he grew up in Christchurch. I was going to say, he didn't play for the Blues, though, did he? <laughs> no, I no. don't know. He didn't. Who is this? Will so Jordan? 40, 45 of... No. No? Ooh, no. I don't think he played for the Blues, though, did he? Who played for the Blues? Well, obviously, no. I don't think it's the Blues. It's Auckland. So he hasn't Auckland. played for the Blues. Right. Crusaders is the Auckland. Super I don't know. No. Should we go to the next one? Yeah. Tasman. Tasman 2016 to current 
44 appearances, 342 points. Say, play for Auckland. It could be Will Jordan, but 2016 is too long. I think I'm going to put someone down. I'm going to... Yes. Are you? Yeah, I'm locked in. I wouldn't have a clue. I know who this is. Okay. So you, uh, I, I wouldn't have a clue. Okay. Bryn Hall. Uh, Scrum half. Scrum half. Did he play for Auckland? He played for Wellington, though. No, he played for Auckland. And then... He played for the Blues. He played for the... He did oh, play for the Blues. He played more games than that, though. Oh, I might have had a shock here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Oh, Highlanders. 2020 onwards. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know who this is. You've already locked in. Really you can't change in. it. I know who this is. Have you just pushed the No, answer? the answer's there. The answer's not there. I know who this How is. How many points? He Highland, Highlanders 2020 onwards. 13 appearances, 65 points. Is it, I Mitch, know. Is it Mitch Hunt? I think it's is Mitch, Mitch Hunt. Hunt. locked it in. Mitch Hunt, yes. Man. <laughs> yes, I win. You've got it, mate. You've got it right. You take the oh, power. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I went too early on that, didn't I? Bryn Hall, he did play for Auckland, but he, he did. did play for the Blues. Yes. And I didn't mention the Blues, did it? No, it didn't. Mitch Hunt. Cheers, Mitch buddy. Mitch Hunt. Right. Player five. So you're one, one, one nil, mate. Don't stress, buddy. Don't stress. Line one. Sharks, 15, Okay. 2012, five appearances and five points. Okay, no idea. No, neither. South Africa, under 20, 2012, five appearances, five points. I have a funny feeling. I think I know. Okay. But I'm not going to lock it in. Not going to lock it in. Okay. Line three. Sharks, Curry Cup, 2012-2015, five appearances, no points. <clears throat> so in three years, he only played five times in the Curry Cup. Yeah. I'm not sure now. Next line. Yeah. Sharks, 2012-2015, to 27 appearances, no points. So he's definitely like a front <laughs> rower, eh? <laughs> oh, could it be Itzabeth? I don't he think plays he for the Bulls. Play for the Stormers. Stormers. I think. Sorry. Right. Line five. Yeah. South Africa, 2013 to current, 55 appearances, 25 points. I wouldn't have a clue yet. I'm. How many more lines are there? One. One more. One more line than the answer. <clears throat> okay, let's go to the last okay, one because okay. I think I might know who it is. Stormers. Oh. 2016 to current. 56 appearances and 15 points. Damn it. Well, the person I thought it was is not. I was going to say it could have been the beast. Mm, that's what I was gonna, I'm going to lock in Itzabeth. It's a good shout. Uh, you've gone Itzabeth. I've I, I locked in Itzabeth. I'm going to say, so Stormers, I'm going to say it's 
Vermeuland. Vermeuland. But uh, but I think I'm wrong because okay. I'm sure he would have scored You've way. It in. <laughs> no, because <laughs> he would have scored way more points than that. Okay. So I'm trying to think of someone else. It probably I don't know whether Elizabeth did play for the Stormers. I'm not sure. No, neither am I. Uh, I don't know. I'm okay. going to I'm going to go for Mullen, but he would have okay. scored way more points than that. So. Oh, hang on. Uh, no. Oh, no, hey. you've locked it in. <laughs> you've locked it in. What were you going to say? No. Peter Stiff de Toy. Oh, Peter Stiff de Toy. Yeah. I would have thought he would have scored more points than that. So did I. So we're 1-0 because we both didn't get that right. <laughs> so that if, I, if, if I win this next one. You've won. Or we don't get it, I win. Yes. Yeah, so you have to get this one. I have to get I it. I like this. I like the being the I'm driver's just, seat. I'm just going to press the answer now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, Hawks Bay. 1999. Oh, gosh. To 2003, <laughs> 44 appearances. Any points? Doesn't say points. Okay. Okay. Doesn't say points. So, 2003. God, we're rocking back the years <laughs> there, aren't we? Okay. Let's go next line. Samoa. 2000 to 2014. Oh, gosh. 40 appearances and 20 points. So Hawks Bay and Samoa. Gee, it's just, this is tough, eh? <laughs> I lo- last <laughs> week. I love these. <laughs> last week, I was like, yeah, these aren't too bad. <laughs> this week, I'm yeah. like, oh, my brain is really struggling. Okay. That's 14 years playing Samoa. for Samoa. They don't play that often, though, do they? But Hawks Bay, four years. So we're going back, you know, a long back a time, aren't we? Yeah. Wellington, 2004 to 2006, 32 appearances and 25 points. I've got no idea. Absolutely no idea. Right, should we go on? Yeah, go on, yeah. Highlanders. Oh, not who I thought it was. 2005, <laughs> five appearances, zero points. Okay. This person has played for a lot of teams. Because we are going to go down to t- line 12. Okay. So they've, they've gone all over the world, okay. these people. Okay. okay. Next one? Yeah. Pacific Islands, 2006. Two appearances, no points. Nope. Move on. Hurricanes, 2007. Nine appearances and zero points. So again, we're, we're definitely going forward, aren't we? Does he play for the All Blacks eventually? I don't know, <laughs> mate. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. He's played for Samoa, so he can't play okay. for New Zealand, can he? No, guess not. Scarlets, 2007-2009, 16 not appearances, 5 points. No idea. Sail Sharks, 2009-2010. He's one of the two Alangi brothers. Oh, that's no. a good... No, no, they all play for Leicester, but one yes. of them did play for Sale. One of them did okay. play for Sale. Okay. Taranaki. Oh, no. 2010, so 2011. Back. So he's moved back. Oh, mate, I'm, he loves his rugby. I, am, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to get this, so that no. means you're going to win. Well, what's the next line? Next line. How many more lines do we Highlanders, have? Highlanders, 2011, 12 appearances, zero points. So blatantly got to be a forward. And I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brains. I can't think of no, anyone. Neither. Right, a line 11. We've got two more lines okay, left. Okay, okay. Counties Manukau, 2012-2013, nine appearances, zero points. Not a clue. Not a sausage. Last one. 
Chiefs. 2012-2014, 40 appearances and zero points. Definitely a Ford. Definitely a Ford. You've killed me on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Killed me. Hate losing to you as well. (laughs) Yes. Anything physical, Toby kicks my butt. (laughs) But normally these quiz gives me a sliver of respect as we walk around the place for the week. Not anymore. I don't know. No, neither. But I'm going to take a punt. Okay. I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even... The only one I'm thinking, I know play for the Highlands, but he played for New Zealand. I don't know. I don't know. Should we go answer? Yeah, go and answer. And you're going to win, because okay. I you go answer. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pronounce the name. <laughs> Neither. Moriarty. I'm going to have a clue. Does that mean it doesn't count? <laughs> <laughs> I win. Anyway, you are the champion, mate. Thank you. You are the champion and well-deserved, I must say. God, what a hard That was a tough one, wasn't it? So if you beat us at home, you knew those people, then please get in touch with us and say that we are absolutely useless and yes. ridiculous. Um, but those all came from Ben Affleck. Yeah. Not the famous actor, but the famous rugby quiz creator. <laughs> On Reddit, um, thank you very much for those. And also, I forgot to mention, Dazzler, Razzler Dazzler, gave Super us a great, fan. great breaking news uh, topic last week right? Uh, about Kieran Reid. That's uh, where that okay. one came from, so thank you. Nice one. And if you see anything that you think, God, you know, um, breaking news, that the boys would love to talk about this, then send it through to us on yeah, Twitter definitely. and we'll definitely talk about it. Um, but as always, it's been a real pleasure entertaining yeah. everyone, hopefully for the last hour or so and uh, meet us here next week at the same time same place sounds good Uh, and until then goodbye Podcast Network.